0: If child, was
1: kitchen
2: Hello, and welcome. To the 90 minute cynic podcast i am your host as always chris gallagher and i'm joined uh, i'm being double teamed at this point point. Uh, no pun t- is there a pun there is that a pun i don't know is that a pun bowed by saying double teamed if there's no actual play on words i suppose playing words thank you getting it cleared up by beardy mcbearderson and <laughs> uh, joined by chris Bowd. hello
0: the bowed man how are you B unit bunnett how are you feeling?
2: We, we mentioned your illness last
0: week. Have you recovered fully? Yeah, I am eighty-eight percent
2: recovered. On Eight, the mend. Eighty-eight miles per hour. Mm-hmm. That's a thing from a film. Nineteen eighty-eight. And we've got, we've got we've uh, got we've got Sir Manbot, Chris Cermani, um the the bright spark, the light of the ninety-minute cynic podcast, Comrade Sormani, Comrade Sormani. How are you? Not bad. Hello all. And that's that's why we pay you the big bucks. <laughs> uh, and by big bucks we mean tea. Uh, with so, no milk. With, with no, no milk. But you were a vegan last week, so I was keeping that up. All right, okay. You were a vegan for last week, weren't you?
1: I was. Thanks. I also got
2: hair in my tea, which
1: Jesus was. Uh, Listen, I can confirm it's straight though, so that's a relief. Um, so it's yours. Uh, no, too long for me. You get delicious locks. I don't. <laughs> thanks very much. So uh, yeah, thanks.
2: Black tea, hair in it. Yeah. How did you find being a vegan? And do you think it affects footballers' diets? Uh, if
0: footballs went vegan, uh, do you think it would help them?
2: Uh, no. but if
0: footballs went vegan? The Celtic, if Celtic instituted a vegan diet, we would win the Champions League within two years. <laughs> within
2: two years? Two years. Do you think uh, Craig, um, sorry not Craig, gently Griffiths would get away from, you know, fish suppers and that?
0: <laughs> yes, if he was... <laughs> if he was a vegan, he <laughs> would
2: probably remove him from yeah eating... That would be that would Uh Thanks for listening to the 90 Minutes Cynic podcast. Um, thanks for tuning in. Uh, I know we usually do this at the end, but um, if you could uh, subscribe to us on iTunes and follow us on Twitter at 90 Minute Cynic for all your updates, I'm sure I'll do that <laughs> at the end as well. Um, we're kind of going to start the show by just kind of mentioning some stuff that's been happening on social media recently. Uh, over the last sort of week or so, I've certainly noticed, I think we all have certain level of frustration and moaning um, from not only other Scottish football fans but for s- from some Celtic fans as well about um, Celtic always winning and uh, how, how boring that is now myself, Sermani and Chris are the same age, we're all 34.
0: No, no, I'm 33. Are you 33? He's the dead, dead, dead young one uh-huh. he's, he's, oh, you're the you end of February is it?
2: Around then, yes yeah. how do you know that?
1: me he's <laughs> he's Every year. That's, that's a bit weird.
0: <laughs> Why don't you know that?
1: Ah, uh, well, yeah. That's good so, we're all in the same year at school. So the point stands, Christopher. Thank you very much. Um, Se- segue back in there. Thank you, you're
2: classy. Um, so, ov- obviously, Celtic at this point are just tremendous. and um, We can talk about how well we are and where that is in the context of history. Um, but, you know, it wasn't always like this. Uh, Chris Armani, You you are the kind of... Nineties historian for the ninety-minute cynic in terms of Celtic, um, just how brutal and bad was it? It was horrific. Um, all you kids out
1: there, um, I think we'll take you down a brief uh, history lesson here. I mean, Celtic once finished a lowly fifth in the nineties in the Scottish Football League, regularly beaten by footballing giants like Motherwell to a higher league position. Uh, Football players like Mark McNally, Stuart Slater, Wayne Biggins, Martin Hayes, who we signed from Arsenal, was, That's right. was kind of triumphed as a big signing, um, but wasn't. So, I mean, you really need to savour this just now, because see what is happening at Rangers, that was us, but worse.
2: Yeah, but, but far. well, not, I was going to say far worse, but they're still deluded to think that they're still the same entity. About um, you know, we talk about highlights and lowlights of, you know, like this season. Highlights and lowlights of that era. What would, what would have been... Uh, oh, we can, there's plenty of fucking lowlights, frankly. But.
0: Yeah. For me, the biggest one, as soon as you said it, the first thing I thought of was the, the League Cup final. Yeah. Wraith um, Rovers. Wraith Rovers, yes. <laughs> uh, thought we were going to win a trophy... <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, but see, that's that though. I thought we were going to win a trophy. Yeah, and this was huge. Yes, it would have been our first in five years at the time. Yeah, um, and it would have given uh, Paul McStay as captain a trophy, which yeah. is as horrible as that. Period was one of the best players that's ever won the hoops. Yeah, uh, Absolutely deserved it, and uh, was robbed. Bye. Been <laughs> <shy>. <laughs> I, by been shite by Gordon he, Marshall. Yeah, I think
2: he was. I think he was. Aye, yeah. That, that was a terrible final. Do you remember that final? Mm-hmm. Oh, I was my. there.
1: Um, what sticks in my mind was Marshall um, spelling the ball just. That's right. Yeah. Before the end, and it was almost. What I also remember is I was sitting in the the Brimlone stand. Excuse me, at Ibrooks and they had the the screens up, and um, I don't know at what point in the first if it was before the game or, or something but before the game had started or if it had just started I can't quite remember they flashed up congratulations Wraith rollers. some you know <laughs> some jolly stuff, jolly japester in the screen operating was it the, was it the referee yeah <laughs> uh, pr- probably it was like they ordered it to be done but I got like a bad feeling when that flashed up and then you know it turned out to be pretty ominous yeah
0: and it was, it was you know it was into the last 10 minutes and we went to two one up. up, yep, and then within like a minute or two, they got the equaliser to take it to Mar- you know, Marshall. Who,
1: who scored the goals again? Charlie Nicholas got the second, Walker. That's
0: right. Walker,
1: right. Walker, I think, got the first. Uh, did Crawford score for them? Just
0: check. Stevie, Stevie boy, yeah. yeah. Crawford yeah. and uh, Dalziel, oh, oh Gordon oh.
2: Dalziel, and Charlie Nicholas, Gordon Dal, it. right? You know, it's actually you're playing words, right? No, he doesn't, he's an idiot. Dal- God. There's a Z in there.
0: I'm <laughs> going to say it. You don't, you don't get a lot of opportunity to use a Z. It's an
2: excellent point. So you should have just changed this name.
0: Uh, Chris, what was a kind of highlight for you at that
2: time?
1: Um, my, well, thinking back to the dark old days of the 90s, probably a 2-0 win at Ibrook's where Collins and McStay scored. Um, I think... That was the game where Colin scored one of his two Predator free kicks. Oh, the Predator free kicks. And McStay's goal was Peter Grant at the edge of the box kinda underplayed the pass. If you watch it back, I think he you know he underplayed it a bit. McStay drove it with his right foot into the bottom corner. Um yeah. he also had an almost identical shot in the same game and uh, came off back off the post. Um we didn't win at Ibrooks until Lubo scored after that. I that's think right. that was ninety four and I don't think it was until the three nil game where Lubo scored twice that we beat them again at Ibrooks. So that was that was a, a, a rare bright spot a bright spot in the, the mid nineties for us.
2: Yeah, I mean that's the thing yeah. and you know, we're not talking to I'm sure those people listening to it <laughs> in our, our age group and can okay. ab- absolutely remember it. and I'm sure that there might be younger Younger, younger kids i mean louis for example you know he wasn't yeah. really around at that point so he doesn't necessarily know as much pain I'm just, everyone knows celtic pain there's no doubt about it but as much pain as, as there was over such a prolonged period of time what age is keith keith is a Keith's the same age as us is he yeah no, 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 no,
1: i thought he was a wee bit younger but i of course louis i mean i don't what age is louis louis 24 so he would have been aye. he'd have been coming into um,
2: things when it was the new era, yeah. Oh, jeez, man, he's had it pretty easy. Then, is he not? Aye. Any, anyone who's coming into the new era has had it easy. Or what we lost the league on the last day of the season. Mm. You know, it's you know against a team of the Rangers that that were completely, you know, money money pumped into them that they didn't even have you know cheating their way through it. So absolutely, there's no doubt that you know if if if, you were, if your era was the new era, if that's what you remember being a kid, then God, it just as you said, they are the fact that it's don't healthy. know they're born. Don't know they're born.
0: Yeah. I know, literally. I mean, I'm just, just trying to get the context. I've got the the vaguest memories of the, the centenary year. I kind of yeah, vaguely, me too. Mm. but then that's it. So the, the starting off point for us really is Rangers nine in a row, which is brutal. Uh, I, I, it's funny you say that.
1: I went in the centenary year with my dad, not every week, but quite regularly because my dad couldn't get me and my sister watched, so we, we went along. So it's the same. I've got memories of going then. Coming back down the Road, there's a you know, bus in front of me, Celtic fans no more going to win the league. But the first game that I can remember most of the game was the nineteen ninety Scottish Cup final when Aberdeen beat. Yeah. That's right. So although you've got same as you, you've got these vague memories of before that, once I started to be able to kind of take games in and remember them we were shit so um, I think our generation have got this you know
0: People chip of it. our garage, we've got this. It's not a chip, it's, it's, it's yeah. a badge of
1: honour. because it's,
0: yeah. it's like, we supported this in our darkest hour. I'm yes, sure there's a few older people who say there've been darker hours. Well, but...
2: no, no, not not really. Yeah. Not really, not I mean, for
0: a, a sustained
2: period. Think about it like, so, well actually the funny thing is, my dad talks about the early 60s, late 50s and early 60s, and how terrible Celtic were then before Christine came in. Um, Obviously never as bad as what it was, but you think about the 60s, the 70s, you know, the 80s, um you know, leading up to the late 80s, as you say, kinda and then obviously the nineties, that period is just is something, firstly, that no one should ever, ever forget. And so anyone turning around and saying, It's boring that we're always winning, and blah 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 It's like, well, you know, it wasn't that really that long ago that we were you know at the point of almost no return thankfully Mm -hmm. we got we got turned away from that and anyone who turns around and slags rangers off and then turns around and says why aren't we signing a 10 million pound striker and blah 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 blah. you know we are like squirrels at this point and we need to harvest as many nuts because you know the winter is coming i'm telling you the 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 champion as soon as the champions league becomes an all invitational which it will do within the next four to five years um as soon as that happens our revenue is just six all right sorry six
1: so I mean <laughs> I think I think we are going off at a tangent here and I think what the message we want to put out, out there is it's not than Because <laughs> we had it pure hard.
2: We're those guys from the Monty Python sketch, yep. aren't we? Aye. Yeah. So there you go. Uh but yeah, so just uh, w- when you see w- when you are watching Celtic come at the door winning, just enjoy it because at the end of the day we don't know what's around the corner. Uh we've broken uh, Ten in a row. <laughs>
1: 10 in <laughs> a row 10 in a row and success going on for as many years as I can I mean do you know what don't enjoy it because it's just gonna it's
2: just gonna be normal <laughs> this is
0: just the start it's just the start especially if we switch to vegan <laughs> the thing is
2: though like if Celtic do get 10 in a row sorry when Celtic do get ten, no if
0: no when I don't
2: know I don't want to be one of those guys who just what like dissolve. Kieran
1: who can't. jinxed the treble last season that's
2: right it's well, in the bag well we already won it it's in the bag <laughs> um, but you know let, let's say hopefully uh, Celtic get 10 in a row it's gonna be so underplayed. It'll never get the respect it deserves and that's
0: just utter bullshit.
1: Well, let's be perfectly Tainted honest.
0: will trend. Yeah.
1: No, it will. But is it gonna be it's gonna be completely and utterly different from when they won uh, nine in which was utterly tainted. Yeah. Because we've now found out there was light scale <laughs> financial doping. Uh we were crap. <laughs> so I mean they thought ah, you done only won the league when we were in the league. Well, we weren't in the league, basically. You know,
0: your biggest... <laughs> we tra- weren't coming second every year. That's how bad we were. So ex- exactly. You didn't have a strong Celtic.
1: They had an Aberdeen side who... shattered
0: Quickly take... Well,
1: they did. T- they chatted at the Ibrooks right. in the last game of the season in yep. the early 90s. But they progressively got worse. And Rangers' biggest rivals were Motherwell. So... Wait. If there's anybody get got a tainted nine in a row, it was them.
2: Yeah, I agree. Um, so, anyway... Uh, just with the kind of breaking of the, the kind of records we've I think, actually broken about we've broken a home record in terms of winning um, undefeated record we've obviously we're undefeated for the season um, we'll probably break more records hopefully as and when the season continues and, and finishes um, how does it feel Chris? do you care? <laughs> And I don't mean that in any dismissive way, but comparing anything to the Lisbon Lions is a bit tough, isn't
0: it? Yeah, but sorry, I didn't catch you, I was coughing. Do, no. you,
2: do, 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 do you care about these record-breaking things? Is a nice thing? Yeah, or
0: it's, it's, yeah, it's great. Um just it inspires confidence in the team. We've talked about uh, Ronnie Dyla's side lacking the winning ma- mentality, to agree. So this... A shows that Brendan Rodgers has instilled it and B as that carries on really helps all of the players in that squad get that we should be winning every game kind of mentality which is what we need especially if we're going to go into Europe and do anything.
2: So that's good I, I agree with you I think it helps to kind of build if you know, setting targets is good for, for anything especially and, especially when we don't necessarily we've only really got one competition that we're going to be fighting for this season for the rest of the season so I mean. So yeah sorry we're going to say something?
0: Nah. No, it's 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 just it's something else that we can have as well. It's you know, it's adds. We know the league's won, so these little extra things add a bit of spice to the season. Yeah, agreed. What about you? Do you care?
1: Well, yeah, but I mean, as you say, in, in comparing it to the Lisbon Lions, I mean, we talk about that year. You know, they won nine in a row and they went undefeated sort sorry, twenty seven matches undefeated in the in the sixty seven season. That was in an era when. You know, Rangers were a top European side. You know, Scotland were a player in terms of Europe. So, if you're going to make a direct comparison, you can pick homes in it, right? But 20, winning 20, you know, being unbeaten for 27 games in a, in, in a row is an achievement no matter what era you're in. So, it should be celebrated. Um, what it's, it's nice to have, but what I'm really more excited about is we're doing that and this isn't really Rogers' team yet, you know? Yeah. He's added a handful of players he's got a buoy in, but he's also talking about making key signings in the summer, I mean you could argue that he's not properly put his stamp on that squad so what excites me is we've got this level of consistency and success before he's managed to actually implement what he fully what he wants to do so that's what excites me, that record will be smashed next season.
2: Absolutely smashed did you see the wee thing he did there with his hands? Smashed smashing, out of the way uh, just talking about how good this team is. I mean, it's not that much different from Ronnie Dylas. Um, you know, I mean, the fact that Boyata has now played the last two games um, and he's looked okay. He's, look, he's looked decent. Uh, I think he's got an issue with positional awareness. Um and decision making, but I was talking we were talking about this last week, the guy's only played 98 or 99 games in his career at 26 of course he's not going to have that, but then you think, 26, is that, is he still young enough that you can develop him? It looks like it because, you know, he's came in and um, Rodgers has, you know, he's helped to steady the ship, he's not doing anything outrageous every Ambrose style, um, and he seems to be the type of guy that if he just, if he sticks to his game, he, he looks like an asset, and yeah. um, is he keeping Eric Fiuczynko out because Eric Fiuczynko has dropped out the pecking order, or is he just giving Boyata a wee go about? I don't. I
0: don't think Eric's dropped out. I think it is to to give Boyata game time and use the squad and possibly possibly put him in the window. Um, obviously, we don't know what um, Rodgers has seen in the training field, but I think anyone before those two games that Boyata's just had. Um, would be reasonable to say that Boyata doesn't look as if he's good enough for Celtic and we should probably shift him. He's had two good, well one great game and one good game. Um, and yet hopefully he can go on and develop and be part of that, that squad or we can make some money off him. But I don't think we can yet say, aye, is great or Boyata's good enough. He's had two decent games. Before that he was making a lot of mistakes when he got chances. Aye. How are you?
1: Aye. Well, one of the games he played was against Albion Rovers, so you really kind of judge him on that. Um, and then he came in, St. Johnston and Hearts. But neither of them particularly placed him under a great deal of pressure. So, well, St. Johnston more so than Hearts, but he's done well. But, you know, one swallow doesn't make a summer. Yeah, it's an old saying. Yeah. So I've used that. Um, two and a bush. Two, two in a bush. Two in a bush. Right, yeah. um,
0: Swallowing bush, this is...
1: Yeah, bad. Getting political. Nah.
2: <coughs> I don't know, is he? <laughs> political.
1: So as, as uh, Chris says, um, basically, you need to wait and see that if he's going to be able to play a part. The big test will be next season if he, you know, if he played a part and he got a game in Europe. Right now, what he's done in the last three games is came in and, and said, look, I can play a part at a domestic level. Uh, and that's a positive. Um, but I'm no... I'm not subscribing to this. Oh, look, you know, Rogers can turn anybody into a player. You know, yeah, he's, I, he's done yeah. that. I think we need to cool it on that. But you can't fail to be pleased on how he's played in the last few games.
2: Yeah, I mean, as you say though, I think we're we're in a situation where we're so far ahead of teams in terms of um, energy levels and and what what Rogers made a really good point about the players' openness uh, for tactical movement and how how. When, when he gives tactical um, sort of uh, plans and advice, uh, the players eat it up. We mentioned Stuart Armstrong being being absolutely one of them. So, with all due respect, I, I don't mean this disrespectfully, but we've got smarter players. We get players with more energy, and of course, we're always going to. That's obviously going to stand out. I mean, the game against Hearts, um, we looked ordinary in the first half. we well, ordinary, isn't that? Because we didn't look ordinary, but we just looked lethargic. You were at the game, Chris. Thoughts? I, th- th- I thought the first half performance was pretty poor, to be honest. Um, <clears throat> Are people too scared to criticise <clears> Rodgers?
1: <throat> well, I, I think because when you when you go on a run like this and you win so many games, and the fact that we've dropped only two points in the league all season, any it, criticism by is then a lot of the times faced with cries of, oh, what more do you want?
2: Aye, uh, yeah. But
1: it's... I will do that, and I think a lot of us will do that, but it's not intended to be anything other than constructive. Yeah. It's about us progressing, you know, because you want to play better football. You want to do more, go further in Europe. You want to win the treble. You don't want to ease up and our standards drop. So saying that the first half we were pretty lethargic and it wasn't, it wasn't very good, it's true. It's not a criticism of how this team's played over the season. I think it's important to keep doing that because... Quickly, if you go into a monotonous routine, you know the team isn't going to develop the way they should, and also, um, you know, fans aren't going to enjoy it. It, becomes, it one of the biggest problems in the last few years is going to Celtic Park for a lot of people has been a chore, and you don't want that because under Rodgers, people have been really excited about going to the stadium, and if we st- we're not going to play like Barcelona or whatever in every game, but you don't want to get into a team where we're always just churning out wins, and if. Performances aren't as good as they have been. I don't think it's unfair to say, look, you know, we have been digging out the wins, and that's fine. But you know, step up a bit.
2: What are your thoughts on uh, Sirmani's anti-Celtic dig there?
0: (laughs) I think he's a Sevco fan, if I'm honest. But no, he's absolutely right, and by definition, Brendan Rodgers agrees with Chris Sirmani because he said he's not where the team isn't where he wants it to be. He wants to add to it. He wants to improve it. So. We know that Brendan doesn't think the team's doing as good as it could. And I think, you know, we all know that there's, there's areas for improvement. Um, but I was kind of shocked with the, the Hearts game because I, I was working, so I couldn't watch it live. I've seen it since. But um, I was on the WhatsApp for, for my uh, updates during uh, sanction breaks, obviously. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> there, there were quite a few um, people who didn't seem very happy, which shocked me. <coughs> Hearts at no, uh, 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 Parkhead, certainly, but 4 now beaten. Seemed like a good result to me. Um,
2: you know, uh, I thought Celtic really only, second half, we kind of turned the screw a bit, but we only really turned the screw when Hearts came at us. It's the, same old, it's the same old sort of adage, I think, that we get to a point where, and I can understand the frustration, you know, there's, you know, eight nine ten men behind the ball it's hard to break down but you just have to get used to it There's, it's not like this is something new to us but as soon as hearts kind of came out and hearts had one or two opportunities um it's <coughs> again if they take one of those opportunities the team either g's up like it has done every time it's went behind a season and we spank them or we spank them anyway do you know what i mean it, it's kind of tough and i i get your point about criticising Brendan, not Brendan Rogers, well, just, just the Celtic team, every time you do that you'll get a sort of, well, what else can you do and you know, we're winning why are you moaning oh remember what it was like back in the 90s see these assholes who say remember what it was like back in the 90s, do you know what I mean um, <laughs> but I mean, who stood out for you because you were, and I'm going to say this live on air, you were quite critical of Keaton Tierney I was winding up Louis alright oh, okay, I thought you were serious <laughs> no that was at
1: half time because Louis was giving me dogs abuse about uh, Roberts, my for Celtic, Patrick Roberts. No, t- I mean Tierney. Tierney wasn't particularly a standout in the first half, but you know it wasn't poor or anything. In the second half, you know as an attacking force, he was he was fantastic. When he gets to the edge of the box, what I really like about him is he picks a man out. He doesn't just aimlessly put the ball um, into the box. Uh, and, he, and you know he picked out picked out Roberts or Peach. And it, you know, is that because we pals? Well, well, they are pals. Then they're more than pals. It's a bromance that's going on. Much to Louis' disgust. Um, like you
2: and Louis are now enemies for whatever reason. Oh, well,
1: <laughs> uh, It seems to be a bit of a fabricated situation, but I'm happy
2: to go with it. But I'm just trying to make money, man. Just trying to make money. I'm just trying to make dollars.
1: But he, uh, uh, Louis, called it a tap-in, but it was. I thought oh, one touch, second touch, driven finish. Fantastic from Pat. That's another thing we need to go back in all seriousness. We were in a position yesterday, sorry, on Sunday Where we were having to play Sinclair first up front And then he moved Patrick Roberts into the middle Which was a bit odd But that shows you, you know We are playing that game without a, a recognised forward Which doesn't help the fluency of your attacking play So, criticism, qualify it, move on yeah.
0: That's And it also, is Armstrong was the last minute Yeah, he, he injured himself well. in, in the warm-up
2: I, I, I think, you know, as I mentioned, you know <laughs> A couple of minutes ago uh, you miss Armstrong's drive. <clears throat> he's running, yeah. He's is, is running, really, because not only is he running to get on the end of things, but he's as he's driving it into the midfield, he's taking people with him. People are tra- having to match his runs, which opens up space. Um, someone that's been uh, c- criticised by... Well, I've certainly criticised him. Um, I know Keith's a massive fan. Callum McGregor, um, in, in the first half, he scored the goal... And this is the thing about Callum McGregor. I think he's he's got great feet. I think he's got good technique, but he again he's just he, he, he doesn't do enough for me. Now he scored the goal after a great, great goal. Great goal. It was it was a terrific game. Um, pick out by Sinclair, by Sinclair, and uh, as I say, it was great feet and it was good good technique to finish. But he doesn't just he just doesn't do enough for me. And I'm getting to the point now where I would like to see Henderson start ahead of him.
1: McGregor gives away the ball in key positions regularly. Uh, he's passing. Whilst it can be very good, um, occasionally slack and he lacks a bit of concentration, and in order to play in the position, he ended up playing out wide. But if he wants to play him central, which I don't think he does long term, to be fair. But if you're going to play uh, McGregor in central midfield, you, you know you have to take, you have to be kind of be prepared for the fact he's going to lose the ball regularly. That's what he does. I don't think he's good enough to play there. When Henderson came on, I thought. He was really good, actually. Uh, he looked like a central midfielder, whereas McGregor, to me, kind of looks... A winger who's playing in the middle. Yeah, uh, you know, likes to drift in. Um, uh, we've always kind of commented in Henderson in the podcast saying he's neat and tidy and stuff like that, and, but we've always hoped that he would step up. And Sunday, I thought he made a difference, and I, I, I really liked the look of him, but... He
2: needs a run, though, doesn't he? Because him coming on for these wee cameos, um, it's all well and good, you know, and even if he does look really good. But see if he's not playing for the next... when's the last time he, he... You know, he's not been involved for for a couple of months. So, you know, he brings him on in the cha- the Champions League against and Mönchengladbach. He plays well in that game. He's had small cameos throughout. Um, but he needs, at this age, he needs to be playing every week, or taking part
0: every week. Yeah, and I think the the Celtic fans agree with you because he he came on as a sub on Sunday in the 67th minute, and they all got their mobile phones out and did lights for him, so (laughs) it was a big sign of support for Henderson there. Did did you just say, the Celtic fans agree with you? (laughs) Yes. That's weird. Um, (laughs)
2: What what, was it? It was a great joke. It was. Um, (laughs) Fair enough. But, you know, we've not really got, you've not been on for a a couple of weeks, but Henderson, is he just a player we want to make it more than he will make it. And that's not to say it, that he's good enough or not. It's just I don't think you can
0: say it He he does look neat and tidy, as we like to say. Yeah. Uh, but he he needs that run. So he, just like I was saying with Boyata, we can't really say whether he's good enough or not. Um uh, Henderson definitely is in that situation. I would like to see Henderson play more, as you're saying. Um I don't maybe agree with you on McGregor as much. I do think McGregor's got something for us domestically. Certainly wouldn't want him in the middle of midfield in Europe. Uh, but
2: Or against British Mission Glad Michael Wayne.
0: Uh, oh, yes. Ma- That's Lord. The people make mistakes. Lots of people make mistakes. People, you, <laughs> <a> mistake <laughs> <laughs> you just made a conversation <laughs> error. That's, a That's that. Aye, but I'd like to see Henderson get a wee run of games. And
2: but see, well, my, my point is that you know we've actually strengthened in midfield. We've brought in a buoy who you'd be looking for him to kind of get bedded in before the Champions League. Brown's not going to be dropped. It, well, he, Brown might be dropped at some point, you know, you know, t- towards the end of the season, but he's never really going to be dropped consistently. Um, Armstrong's there. I, I just, I honestly don't think, I don't see a place for Henderson. I want there to be a place for Henderson, but... <laughs> You know, you know, Biton's still there as well. Is he going to play ahead? Of, is he going to play ahead of McGregor? Doesn't look like it. Is, and McGregor's probably not going to play ahead of Beton, considering Beton's been the most. Used that's when I would
0: say there is space for him maybe to get games because McGregor and Biton will start the odd game, and I would prefer Henderson probably starting where they're starting
2: So from. you you would like Henderson to be your first choice substitute from a midfield perspective?
0: Yeah, but we've got if we're if we're talking about central midfield, we've really got Brown and Armstrong in there you would like to see buoy starting to get embedded then,
2: we're talk- then you've got Tom Rodgick wee Tam well, see we've got a lot of players for 3 we've got a lot of players for three positions well actually having said that as, we, as we've as we mentioned before Rodgick is kind of irreplaceable unless you play um, Patrick Roberts in there but moving forward obviously Roberts isn't going to be there next season
0: mm-hmm. not
2: obviously no. not obviously <laughs> shut up not obviously <laughs> look at your wee face
1: well he goes back to Man City and goes, right Pep, I'm ready to play, and Pep goes, up That's great, cheerio. Where does it
0: go? Yeah. Back
1: to his one true love,
0: yeah. or Stoke? I think, ultimately, uh, Paddy and Tierney are staying together, so whether Man City buy Tierney or whether we get Patrick Roberts, I don't know. But, one of those two things is going to happen. Long
2: distance doesn't work. By exactly. the way, just so you're aware, nobody's buying Tierney.
0: How right. far? Ever, ever, <laughs> ever. <laughs> um, just, uh, I would just thinking about Dembele, and I'm sure we'll get to that. Um, but I think it's more important that we keep Tierney than than keep Dembele. This sort of Dembele is basically, you know, our budget for a
1: season. I mean, he's he's going to go whether that's this season or next season, and I hope it's next season.
2: But he's
1: uh, not. He, we, we, the, nobody thinks that Dembele is
2: going to play for
1: us for 10 seasons, do they? 5
2: seasons even. Um, I was hoping we would get him all of this season all the next season and then he would go basically, not this summer, but next summer I that, think that a World
0: Cup. I, I think he's probably going to go this summer Yeah, the amount of interest that's There in January makes you think that
2: Uh, it's been reported, and sorry to interrupt, but um, uh, Michael Chapman at NUFC underscore monkey. um, He's tweeted as Get French football. Chelsea had a 35 million proposal for Mustembele rejected by Celtic early this afternoon. Um, They're actually quite a good resource. Um, They tend to not tweet, you know, rumours or anything. So, again, you know, the Celtic are probably not going to confirm it, but. That's interesting. Thirty-five million quid. Chris, is he worth thirty-five million quid? He's worth whatever end he's willing to <laughs> pay for him.
1: <laughs> Lovely, it's it's the truth. Boy. I mean, it is it's the truth, um, especially with the English market. Uh, is Andy Carroll a thirty-five million-pound player? Of course he isn't, but it, you know, at that time there was a club looking for a striker and they had to pay over the odds for him. Well, if that's true, what's really uh, reassuring is that we are not. Going to be lowballed on an offer for the guy. He's also came out and stated. I think he, he posted a picture on t- Twitter not long ago, which shows that he's willing to stay. Um, I don't think he's desperate to move. The fact that he came here says to me that he understands playing for us for a couple of seasons will be good for his development because he's going to play football. I mean, see if he if he signed for Chelsea tonight, is he? Go- they play one up front regularly, don't they? Yeah. Normally, is he going to replace Diego Costa? Well, not until the summer when he goes to China. But they've also got. But uh, what's the boy's? The thirty million. Bash, 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 shui. bash, bash, but bash He's bash, out
2: on loan, is he not? I thought bash, but put out on loan. Did they? But they're bringing. They're bringing well, in he's another thirty million
1: s- quid, and he can't get a game. So the idea that the they, okay, they've paid thirty-five million or whatever it was bid, and, and they got him. The idea that he's going to go down there and play is in no way guaranteed. So
2: he's no daft. He's going to pure heavy stay and play. Um, I, I, no, I, th- I think you're 100% right. I think the issue with. Here's the thing. If you look at a guy like. Uh, oh, it's Newcastle striker who signed for Chelsea. Dembaba. Right, Dembaba. Dembaba rattled the goals in in the Premier League. Absolutely rattled them in. Or Wilfred Bonney from yeah. Manchester City yeah. rattled the goals in for, for Swansea. Big, Big Bonarino. <laughs> um, as soon as they signed. We all knew that they weren't going to play. Yeah, they must have known that they weren't going to play, uh, but they signed anyway. anyway. Um, and it stalled their career. And to an extent, Demba band never really recovered. Wilford for what well, he got got his move to well, he's still at Man City, but he's been on loan again. It just stalls people's careers. Musa um, Dembele needs to like Henderson. <laughs> Musa Dembele still only twenty, He's still developing. Musa Dembele needs to play. No. Now, Hopefully as soon
0: Sinclair it, will be having a word in his
2: no, that's a perfect point. I hope Sinclair has a word to everybody going like, ah, no, it's don't go, mate, don't go, it's <laughs> But the, th- the thing is, though, I mean, if Mr Dembele, if we'd offered 25, 30 million pounds for Mr Dembele, I would, I would obviously I'd take it. The issue, when he leaves, I don't really care about him. I don't mean that with any sort of coldness. But as soon as a player leaves Celtic... Good luck! Thanks for giving us your time. You've made us some money, terrific. But if he goes and he flops, I don't give a shit. I do to an extent because we want people sell to come billion. back, sell on value and all that. But even just people to come back, you know, after Virgil Van Dyke's done so well, people might go, oh well, he's an S- okay. He's playing an SPL, but look at Van Dyke, you know, that's a comparison piece. So you do want people to be successful, but ultimately, I don't really care what happens when they leave. So. Uh, Oh, is it going to stunt Mr. Dembele's career if he goes? If we get what we want and what he's worth, I can not give a shit.
0: But... Cold-hearted bastard. Yeah.
2: Cynical, eh? Mm -hmm. Names in the title, clues in the title. Jenky will go... um, He's not going to go this window. You never know. We are recording at uh, 7.56. England have until 11 o'clock. I would
0: be shocked that just the, the, the 35 million story that was rejected, I don't see how... I'd I'd love to keep Dembele for another uh, year and a half, but if if we pay six hundred thousand pounds for a player and then get offered between thirty to forty million pounds six months later or half a season later, we have to accept it. It's not even a question there.
2: Well, at the same time, Celtic, according to this article um, on Get Football News France, um, Celtic have set an asking price of forty million quid and won't budge on it. Mm, fucking fair play. Fair enough. Fair, fair enough.
0: it's January, you can inflate your I, prices I, I, a little bit.
2: I, in all seriousness, I have no Not that I no us. idea where they're getting forty million quid. But I love it. I think it's brilliant from Celtic. It's terrific, and we're entitled to do whatever the hell we want. And he's our player. He's got he's on contract. Fair enough.
0: Well, as you say, he is important as much as we've, as much as we've won the league. We've still got a treble we're playing for. Yeah, and if if, if we sold Dembele and didn't have time to buy a replacement, then we've got one recognised striker. Who, if he gets injured, as Did much it, as on <laughs> Sunday we played without a recognised striker, you know, we're trying to win a cup here.
2: My, my only fear would be, my big fear would be that a Virgil van Dyke scenario, he plays in the qualifiers, mm-hmm. he's not fully committed. Yeah. And then we sell him anyway, and we don't and have time to... The, the other danger is he breaks a leg.
1: Yeah, no, that, that's he it. He just lost I mean, 35 million quid. Yeah. yeah. I mean that that's the thing, but I don't think you can think like that. I don't See tell he's so all I think like <laughs> about life. <laughs> Carry on. The green. Yeah. That's what Americans call money. Rappers as well. Benjamins. Benjamins. Hip hop. I don't know if it's just hip hop artists, Chris, but we'll move on. Hip hop. <laughs> just, just keep saying the name of a genre of music
2: over uh, and over uh, again. Wu Tang clan. <laughs> Jazz fusion. Um, one more. Um, Prince is that hip hop? No, that's funk. No, it's a myriad of styles. All right, okay, here we go. He's about to go on that <laughs> right now. No. no,
1: no, what was I saying? Aye, you need to until look at him as a player just now. A player, he's not a commodity, but you know, when it's clear that he wants to go, ho ho, he's a commodity. Let's check the price up, but yeah. you can't. You can't think about him possibly getting injured because we'll lose money. What you need to do is use him to the fullness of his ability just now. I
2: mean, I mean, but, I mean. People could look at <coughs> Larson. Larson was, you know, very much on the verge of joining Manchester United, according to reports. I think he even can, uh, confirmed that story. And then he broke his leg against Leon. And is that right? I didn't know that. Yeah. Yep. Sure. ferguson definitely confirmed it in his autobiography i think larson basically it was it, i mean a deal wasn't done but it was going to happen pretty much larson was going to go again couldn't really blame him considering that was pre O'Neill and it was how shit we were and everything um but um so yeah i mean that larson broke his leg and he anyway, went on to become a legend i would never wish that on any player even if it meant oh if he breaks his leg and he stays for five years no i, I wouldn't wish that on a on a player so I think you're right, Chris. We need to focus on what he's doing for Celtic because it all changes when he wants to go. Yes. As soon as he yep. wants to go, the game is a bogey. There's nothing we can do about it. Player power in this, you know, it's shifted from clubs having complete and utter control to that being broken and players having complete and utter control as opposed to having a sort of balance. As soon as a player wants to go, he's away. I mean, very, very very rarely... You know, like what Wes Brom did with Mourinho. he never really played for them again, did he? He signed for... Um, That's what I was going to say. Yeah, yeah he signed for Stoke. Is it Stoke? Is it? Someone shit. I'll check. But, but you know... So he, basically a sideways move after all that. Yeah. He, but he never really... Um, he never really played for them again. And if he did, he was never fully committed. So you can put a guy in the... the what do you call it? The, the reserves. And you can, you know, not have his... Uh, you know, come into his demands. But ultimately,
0: they're always going to, you know... Get, yes Stoke say
1: was it a free
2: um, you went on?
0: no it says it, for new Stoke and it said did you mean boring Stoke? So? <laughs> yeah yeah.
2: yeah.
0: Uh, he went for uh,
2: t- t- let me just check uh, a lot of money how much? Uh, I'm trying to get it how much did they go for about? I don't know boring? boring he went for boring I think it was 50 million quid for a guy who's just not very good He's never done anything to impress me. Spurs kept trying to sign him, didn't they? Yeah. He he is the perfect barometer of where, you know, of how shit football is. Modern day football. Because if a guy like Sido Beringo can go for ridiculous fees, then fuck it. He's 23 as well. It's not like he's, you know, young. I mean, I mean... We were talking about Boyata being developed at 26,
1: so back consistency, Chris. Come on.
2: Strikers and uh, defenders are different, but Aye, but come on. Aye, come on. Uh, let me ask you about... Well, we can kind of look forward to Aberdeen in a second. But Craig Gordon. Um, Chelsea had another bid for Craig Gordon. I'm going to go to Chris Boud because he's a, he's a Gordo fan. And he also had uh, about... When Dyla first came in, before we signed Gordon. Or no, it was actually um, Lennon's last season. You said that Celtic should go for Gordon. As the goalkeeper, and that's something you'd like to see. Uh, everyone mocked you. I didn't. I gave you a thumbs up. Cause I'm big a thumbs big up. Big Gordon fan as well. But you predicted it. Uh, how are you feeling about the, You know what's happened uh, with Gordon and these bids from Chelsea?
0: It's it's a hard one. I I mean I I, I absolutely don't believe we should sell him. Um, Four million for a player of his age. I don't know how much of a contract he's got left at this. Point, he's I'm
2: got we. He's got six months left. That we've got a, a year, year automatic. Yes, so, that's right. So it's what uh, eighteen months basically.
0: basically. Aye. So it is a lot of money. Um, but it's yeah, it's not uh, quite the just seventy-seven percent of our revenues like the forty million for. Um, Dembele would be or whatever it is um, so I, I would keep Gordon I'm not confident with what we've got to back him up and I'm not confident we'd be able to get somebody in on time to replace him Did you just quote a Christian Wolf stat? I did I did You what know that that's likely to be made up That's very true <laughs> What was the um, stat?
1: 77% of a Yeah
0: Fuck Have a look and check Pro- That one's probably true Yeah uh,
1: he does throw, he must throw fake ones in there Just to keep people on their toes
0: On oh, their toes, yeah But yeah, because he was saying the equivalent for Man U Would be to get an offer of 296 million or something like that for a player So, um, it's a bit mental um, uh, Well, well aye, 77% I was right A uh, 40 million bid of Dembele uh, would be a total income 77% of the 2015-16 uh, your equivalent man, you receiving a three hundred and ninety six million pounds bid for a player.
2: Wow, that's really interesting. That says a lot. Yes. about Well, when stuff. they sold Ronaldo, they didn't get three hundred and ninety six million, did Who they? Who cares? Uh, Chris, you're quite critical of Gordon at times. Um, was that fair to say? It's a look of confusion on his face.
1: Yeah, I have been.
2: You have been. Yeah, but not post De Vries I haven't. I Don't think. <laughs> um, what are your kind of thoughts on, on De Vries Gordon? Makes the heart. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's right. not bad. That's Sorry. not bad.
2: You know, keep keep chugging away at it. Um, <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh. Oh.
2: If the people in Holyrood could see us now, yeah, yeah. wow, well. yeah. Anyway, <laughs> go on. Um, Craig Golden thoughts on well, just your thoughts on the bids and Do how you deal with it. Chelsea keep chugging away at those offers for <laughs> <laughs> Craig <laughs> <Fushing>. Golden. <laughs>
1: See if we get me if we can pull this one off. <laughs> fantastic, <laughs> fantastic. Um, well, well done, <laughs> well done. Um, see if we're getting that kind of offer for him, and we had an adequate replacement, then it would be a no-brainer to take it. I mean, when four million quid for a thirty-four-year-old,
2: but it's a like goalkeeper though. It's different, though, isn't
1: it? Yeah, but I mean, what are you are going to do to, to, to keep him, right? You are going to need to significantly up his wage, and we are going to give him a four, three, or four-year deal? No, you are probably going to give him a two-year deal. You not... Know? but he's looking for a long-term deal because of the fact he was out the game for a certain period of time. However, we don't have an adequate replacement. Gordon's been very good since the De Vries debacle at uh, the start of the season. <laughs> uh,
2: and, what, um, him as a person? <laughs> Just it, De He's
1: basically... Since basically, he right, so put him in, and he... Well, let's quote a Christian stat. What... 70, Seventeen
2: <laughs> shots. That you can't can save them in it.
1: The <laughs> <laughs> that was, <brutal>. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was something ridiculous like nineteen shots, eighteen goals, or something. That's made off the top. It, was, of it wasn't.
2: It was some, I think it was something closer to nineteen shots and sixteen goals. But
0: yeah, but essentially, was, no saves or two or three saves. It essentially, never, I, it was
2: crap. I've never known a guy uh, with a weaker wrist. In my life in terms of goalkeeper so weak did you like it <laughs> see it's back to the yep um,
0: tweet us in your own uh, <laughs> wanking should, yeah. should Celtic stand up to Chelsea come on <laughs> that doesn't work at <laughs> all. it's just a preference that you've said um. yay no
2: but so
1: I, I, well I mean if we had an adequate replacement, I would take it from a financial point of view, but we don't. I'm happy with Gordon just now as a keeper. He's worked on his distribution a bit, you know, and that was what uh, uh, Rogers said been critical of him about. That's changed. To me, I would much prefer him to stay, um, because I don't see anything at the club that's uh, is near as good as him. Um, is he I, one st- st- I
0: still believe Fassan's
2: amazing.
1: Well, In the back of my obviously. head.
2: Um, is Gordon the best shot stopper you've ever seen at Parkhead? No. Who's better, Forster? Fair enough. I'm just just, just questioning. Um, is um, Gordon's a better goalkeeper overall than Forster? No. I'm j- again just a, a question. No, Forster is the
1: best all round keeper I've seen. Boric, <coughs> Boric, Boric when peak. he was yeah, Borich when he was having a great game, was world world class, phenomenal. But a lot of Boric would make mistakes that Forster wouldn't. I think. And see the nicky him at the end of his Celtic career. That was <laughs> no. I mean, yeah. we all love Boric, you know, but <laughs> absolute hero. E- eventually, he was just coming up, going, out, "Oh, look at me, uh, yeah, Come yeah. out to there, you know. That was completely unprofessional. When he was on form at his peak, I've never. I've, there's few keepers I've ever seen that were as good as him. But in terms of what Forster gave you, I think he was a better keeper. If I had to choose between the two of them and I didn't know what game they were going to have, if you know what I mean. Ah, yeah, if yeah. You could choose Boric, it's best to choose him, but if I had to choose the two of them to rely on, I'd probably rely more on Forster.
2: That's interesting. What about yourself?
0: Uh, I probably agree. Um, and I, just Boric's last season wasn't uh, wasn't <laughs> the best, but um, Cause the, were- the, the, the amazing thing about Boric for us, again, we'd just never really seen a great keeper. No, Paddy had. Bonner, who, you know, we all love Paddy.
2: Paddy Bonner was but
0: a nice guy. <coughs> Aye. It- Great walk. A lot of deficiencies as a goalkeeper. Yeah, but literally, literally, we'd never seen a good keeper at Parkhead or a great keeper. Let's see that.
2: Well, um, I tell you what, um, Stuart Kerr, was first first season was. Talk, people talk about David Marshall, but Stuart Kerr in his first season went downhill quite no didn't very quickly. Um, but he punched Mark That's What we
1: did? Did we, Jackie,
2: not punch Mark Hately as well? Uh, yeah, I think yeah, yeah, hey. Was F- no, 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 one of them punched Dean Ferguson, did or not? Was that not the game? Or the Canoe get sent off? Yeah, that team uh, Yeah, he's going, but he's like, "I'll be, I'll meet you outside, and I'll break it." And Ian Ferguson absolutely shot himself, but then went to the press and said, "No, I didn't." He. <laughs> <laughs> I love the the beat you took there. Oh, he went to the press and, no, I didn't. He. <laughs> Delivery, since repeat, it was probably not the best. Uh, here's here's what Brendan Rodgers had to say about um, about Gordon. Um, tremendous. We want to keep him here. I have no intention of losing him and look to arrange a new deal with him. Um, I think I made it clear we're very strong in what we're doing here, what we're trying to build. I repeat, we don't want to sell him. What are the chances that Gordon wants to go? Chris, what what do you think from a percentage point of view, how much would Gordon want to go? Because (laughs) he owes us nothing. See people turning around saying Celtic gave him the opportunity and blah blah blah. He doesn't owe us anything. No player really owes you. We gave him an opportunity, he took it. We could end up both coming out of this. I don't want to sell him. I wouldn't sell him. I think it's silly to sell him. But if Gordon turns around and says, look, I want to go. I want to go and speak to Chelsea. And we get £3.5 million for a 34-year-old goalkeeper at a time when, you know, things are looking... Don't need the money. We don't need the bunts, That's an but, excellent point.
1: Stick it in the pile.
2: <coughs> but like we said, like we said about Dembélé, as soon as the person, as soon as the player wants to go,
0: sinking ship. Yeah. If we get four million for him, that would be seven point seven percent of our two <laughs> sixteen revenues. So <laughs> that's excellent. That's, you've just you've could you tell
1: me the equivalent bid for Man United <laughs> would have <happened> to? <laughs> <him>? <laughs> it's
0: going straight to the computer. It's got the um, calculator. It would be about thirty nine point six million. Forgotten. Are going to get 39.6 million for Gordon? If so. we were man
2: oh well. See exactly English Premier League prices. <laughs> but not like... Uh, the reason why he would want to go is,
1: I would say, probably because he missed out on a couple of years of his career, you know, when he'd been freed and he was recovering from injury. He wasn't earning during that time. He must have made a few quid when he was at Sunderland. But, it will not be a huge amount of money with us. Well, he's probably going to get a better deal now, but... He'll not be on as much as he was down there, shall we say. And if, even if he would be sitting in the bench at Chelsea, they might make him a significant offer that would essentially set him up for the rest of his life. The,
0: the other danger the is I can think. Gordon might, if you always get something still to prove in England, and by going down and sitting in Chelsea's bench, he might hope to prove that. <laughs> Aye. If he goes, he goes. Um, if he I he goes...
2: He, he, goes. Goes. he goes. I'd be, I'd be upset if he goes because I really like him. I think he's, I think he's been terrific for us. Had a small dodgy period. There's no doubt about it. But a couple I like
0: of gaffes. Every keeper has a couple of gaffes.
2: You are it does.
0: It does like to, you know assault people at the edge <laughs> of the box every again Cantona kicks to the chest. i love
2: the way he does it and, and he looks to the referee as if to say what are you going to do you'll like, get one as well paul like that's why they don't book him or send him off cuz they're terrified of retribution um <laughs> but that, that's the point I about mean, Gordon, I, I really like him i think he, he, he's not been given as much uh praise as much as he deserves from a section of the fans but also a section of the media as well um but i, 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 th- I think that um, i think we should keep him i think he's integral to what we're doing in terms of the Champions League next season. That's why I think we should definitely keep Dembele. If we qualify for the the Champions League and Dembele turns around and says, right, I want to go now. Mm. Okay, fair enough, big man. But we're in the Champions League. You, did, you played your part. Um, and that's the same with, with Gordon as well. We need these guys and these guys' experience to get through the Champions League. Wait a minute, right? Don't, Don't say, say something ben that's going to be experience. stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say something that's going to be stupid. That
1: probably will be. Right? No, that makes me look stupid. No, no. no. How much do you get for our Champions League campaign, how much, for instance, did we make this season? I think
2: it's about fifteen million quid overall. No, fifteen?
1: No, no, it's fifteen to seventeen.
2: No, no. You're, you're,
0: you're talking money, leader. I think it, it was twenty. I think it's went up a wee bit. Plus, you get Tickets, every sales, points worth about three hundred thousand. High sales. Pounds. Okay. Flag sales.
2: Right. I don't deal with scarf
1: it. sales. Shirt sales. Oh, it's <laughs> up, Chris. <laughs> you're a dickhead. Right. So let's say thirty <laughs> million. Right. I'm saying 30 million. Right. We them Dembele for 40. 45, I'm going to say, because it's went up. That's 75 million. Why don't we just buy Ronaldo
2: and replace him? This is an excellent point. That's really... Not only is it well thought out, I think it's doable as well. Mm. That's what I like about it. Mm.
1: No, obviously, I'm joking out there. But, <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, really? But what I'm saying is, he qualifies us for the Champions League, okay? We're guaranteed... Thirty-five million. It's gone up since I last spoke. Um, basically, we're making a significant amount of money. It would be feasible that we could go out and buy an adequate replacement and still have a healthy
2: profit. Um, yeah, I, I agree with you. But we could also go out and buy like a really good player. <laughs>
1: Do you want me to give you a name?
2: No, I'm just saying we could, though. Yeah. we could. We could. We could go and actually buy someone who we might not be able to buy. You know, maybe a couple of years ago, because mm. we've been such a strong financial position. Don't get me wrong, winter is coming. I still stick by that. But um, do you know what I mean? Would you take Wayne Rooney? No. Okay, it was just a question. Captain. Would you take Wayne Rooney? I, I probably. Oh, I, a fight? I mean, <laughs> no. He's he's from Liverpool. I assume anyone who fights anyone from Liverpool is going to lose. You're from Glasgow. I know, but I think Hill. I'm not from Hill, I'm from Queen's Park. Oh,
0: all oh, right. Eh? That's exactly. It's not it.
1: that when you're trying to impress the birds mm. we are.
0: You know, likely lad attitude. <laughs> I know we've moved on, but I think Gallagher was right about the Champions League money. <laughs> oh, no, he's not. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> no I'm not having yeah. that. Get to me tweeting UEFA website. Like <laughs> at
2: his face, like at his wee rat Absolutely
0: head. disgusted. Uh, the allocation for the group stage, uh, you get 12.7 million euros. If you win, you get 1.5 million. With Brexit, that's 48 <laughs> million. That is true. Uh, half a million euros per
1: draw. Um, ah, but you're giving this <coughs> solely from you need to factor in the ticket sales yeah, the scarf sales so you're sales, getting more on that the shirt sales no. the flag sales pie the sales. question the was sales. how much did Celtic make from the
2: and yeah. you know, I, I was under the impression it was 15 to 17 million pound what
0: are
2: you I don't know why I'm the dickhead we've got some questions um, Stephen Hughes uh, and this is actually quite interesting It kind of links up to what I was talking about in gents Those
0: be badges The sales of those the Sales of the badges Hats
2: Hats Hats <laughs> Hats Hats in a scarf I mean that's yeah
0: some, I've seen some of those big giant foam hands foam as well Foam hands um,
2: are they Foam fingers Aye Oh foam See, hands Yeah. hands, hands. My, See after
0: you have a pie bowed Well a vegan pie mm-hmm. Do you not find yourself quite thirsty Which is thirsty? pastry
1: <laughs> Parkhead <laughs> Aye But you find yourself quite thirsty I do thirsty. Your ginger sales Ginger bean juice. Capri Sun. Capri Sun sales. So i had adding up, Chris. So i had adding up 15 to 17 million. A bit, a bit conservative, that estimate, if you ask me. I don't know where the aggression's coming <laughs> from. I just said a number
2: that I thought was true. Um, a
0: bit Sev oh, don't, don't do that. Aye.
2: Fucking hell. Uh, Stephen Hughes. Stephen Hughes. Evening, gents. Uh, Griff and the deer must be in the bad books to not make the bench ahead of Aitchison. What should we do about back about a striker backup as far as i'm aware G- griffiths this leads into what um mr rogers was saying about griffiths um i'll just read some of the quotes and i want to get your opinions uh he talked about um because basically griffiths was injured and that's he got a calf injury is why he's missed it um and rogers went on to say what i've said to him is about making sure the talent is working talent is a working talent because talent's not good enough on its own. You have to work at it, and it's a cycle. It's one where, when he's playing and fit, Lee's very good, but can still work harder in training. The problem is, if you're not getting the games, and if you're not on quite on it in training, then you're losing fitness. But then the moment you're asked to come in and get up to speed, a real high-tempo intense game, the moments that are there for you to risk injury are far greater. What are you taking from that, Chris? What, Chris? That's right. Uh, Sermani.
1: Um... <clears throat> I'd said to you, I'd seen the video of it, and, and I think that the journalist was fed that question probably by, by, by Rogers. Rogers because it was too much of a a setup, if you know what I mean, for Rogers to go into that, that um,
2: almost ex- um, kind of prepared explanation.
1: explanation. And what I said to you before we started recording is there was a wee bit of disagreement about this on the WhatsApp. I don't think it's a bad thing from Rogers. Now, one of the main reasons was that is. A lot of people are saying, how can you criticise Griffiths for what he done last season? <laughs> uh, and the comparison I made as well was, the season before Dyla came in, Commons had scored 32 goals, was it? I think, and, yeah. and numerous assists, and people were regularly harking back, saying, why aren't you playing him? And I think both of them are right not to play them, because you can't rest on your laurels. You can't say, because they were good last season, they're going to be good this season. Clearly why we're better is, Rodgers has got different standards. And, and no matter what he's done in the past, if if Griffiths isn't meeting them uh, t- t- for Rodgers, then he's absolutely right. And the fact that he called him out makes me think that he rates him as a player and he just wants to get more out of him. Is he just
2: frustrated, you think?
1: Part of, I, I would guess so, because there's other players who I'd imagine aren't meeting the mark and he's not calling them out. The fact that he's specifically done it is laying down a public marker to a guy who he feels can give more and personally I don't see anything wrong with that Um, I know other people disagree but uh, you know I think other people had said that he he stepped up to the plate when Dyla asked him to well see if he's not stepping up to the plate now because he scored 40 goals last season that's, that's wrong he needs to step up to the plate for the
0: current manager as well and I've got no problems with it
2: Chris, thoughts on Griffiths? And
0: Absolutely agree. I think it is we've talked about how Brendan's got the most out of players and I think it's it's part of that um, I don't think there's any malice there, I, I, for a start, if you're just going to be cynical even if uh, uh, Brendan did uh, want to do that we've got two recognised strikers why would he you know, why would he um, Try to sabotage uh, one of those players, even if he isn't his first choice. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I think it's clearly done as something that, you know, getting that message to Griffiths that I need this bit more from you, and that's the way he thinks he'll do it. Uh, Do you think that he is in his long term plans?
2: Um, And I'm not necessarily even talking about, you know, next season. I mean, if let's say Griffiths, um, let's say Rogers is here for the next two or three years, let's say he's here for the next three years. Do you, do, does he go into the third season? I don't know. We can't predict the future. But to me personally, I don't know if Griffiths is in his plans.
0: Not necessarily. It's it's hard to say. I mean, Griffiths is a great player and he can do it for Celtic. Um, there's a de- Can he do it in
2: the Champions League for Celtic the way Dembele did?
0: Well, I I don't think he, he he's as good as Dembele because you know no one's offering 30 to 40 million pounds for him. Yeah, um, And uh, can he do it in Europe I think maybe to an extent If we are wanting to get to the last 16 of Europe Would we probably want A higher quality striker than Griffiths Yes um, If Dembele leaves we will definitely be getting another striker Anyway and I would imagine Brendan will be wanting to get someone Who is a first choice striker um, So If uh, Griffiths does Have a future I think it is going to be As someone that's coming in uh, He's at, not going to be happy with that, is he? No, but then playing in four competitions, playing seventy games a season or whatever it is that Celtic will play, there's going to be plenty of room to be a settings tro- choice striker and still get twenty to thirty games under your belt every season. Uh,
2: to me, uh, no, I I agree, and I think you're making a good point. But Lee Griffiths is the type of guy who wants to play every week. You, I was saying, well, I you think were-
0: Griffiths would rather be at Celtic getting. Those 20 or 30 games um, didn't go to a club like a Hearts or a Aberdeen or something. I, like no, that. I mean, he'd
2: go back down south, though, wouldn't he? He'd go back to the yeah. Championship, probably, at like a Derby or <laughs> someone like that. Um, but do you, do you see his long-term future at Parkhead, Chris, or Manny? Um,
1: th- I think it depends on him. I think the point you were making there about his attitude. I mean, he's probably... the. I would guess, based on the comments from Rodgers, there's stuff happening in the background. Whether or not he feels put out by the fact that he's second choice behind him, belly. Um If he feels that um, he deserves it, he shouldn't have been, he should He should be the first choice striker. I suppose Rodgers basically saying, show me that you should be, and it depends on his attitude to that. If he goes, oh what, you know.
0: I've already scored 40 goals last season. I've already scored season.
1: 40 goals last season, I should, that should be enough or whether or not he goes, you know what, I'll prove you wrong. Now, I think R- Rogers would reward them if he met the standards he expects of him. Um, and, you know, he would play more of a part and would continue, I mean, you forget the part he played in his qualifying for the Champions League, you know. Yeah, that goal um, with
2: Astana was sensational.
1: Yep, as there was the free kick at home to Bear Sheva. The guy has and will, can continue to play a massive role in our success. Um, but, it, it, it really depends on whether he's going to kind of answer the call that's been put out for him now because we need to forget we can not forget he went down to Wolves and you know they weren't really he wasn't a success there they were happy to let him go to so the idea that he's going to go down to England and go
2: I mean where would they go would they get a lower table Premier League club I couldn't see him in the Premier League to be honest I like him I think he's terrific I would keep him and I, 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 the points about his attitude are, are fine he needs to be we're with, guessing as well because we don't really know what yeah, his attitude's of like co- of know. course um, I just mean how he's going to respond from this um, yeah, yeah. With, with it's funny because Dyla mate, and I'm not going to sit here and do the whole Ronnie Dyla thing but you know Dyla came out and with, with the face sort of a 24 hour athlete and was kind of mocked in, in the Scottish press Rodgers has came out and basically said see you are your note uh, playing football you need in your normal life. You have to be, you know, thinking yeah. about food, and it's the same point. And I'm, that's not Rogers' fault. But you know, the, the double standards is just is just ridiculous. Not that it, ca- not that I really care overall because Brendan Rogers, we trust. Uh, Lee Griffiths has thirteen goals this season, mm-hmm. eight in the league, just one behind um, Dembele in terms of the league goals, and he's got five in Europe. Um, Dembele's got five in Europe. You know, Dembele also scored in the group stages, the way that Three. the way that Griffiths, you know, Griffiths didn't. Um, but, as, you know, as you say, it's, it's a bit of a shan thing to say, but there's only one player that's going to go for 40 million quid. And, you know, as we said, I really don't know what Lee Griffiths' next move would be if he was to leave. I think you would have suitors, but I think it would be Championship, probably, maybe a Burnley taking a big... <coughs> Digging on them or something like but I, I don't think it would be i think he would go down there again t- a lot of these celtic players in my opinion are front foot footballers that's a phrase i've just created patrick roberts is i nodded f- as if i knew what you meant as well uh, yeah <laughs> front foot footballers mm-hmm. they need to be mm-hmm. playing in teams that are attacking they need to be playing in teams that are going to have most possession triple f's triple f's mm-hmm. as we as boud's just uh, put a uh, pundit Don't know, (laughs) just said. But like, like for for example, if Patrick Roberts went to a Stoke or he went to a lower league, you know, a Burnley or someone, he would genuinely quite disagree. I think he needs to be playing in. I think you'll get the best from him. The the better team he plays in. No, that's that doesn't always work for everyone because people might not be able to live up to the expectations and the and the levels. But if you put, pa- I think Patrick Robert's best chance of really breaking it is to actually play for Manchester City. Will he be given that opportunity? Probably not, because you know Pep Guardiola.
0: I, 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 you know
2: Pip all the pra- I, but all, all the praise Guardiola was giving him, it was kind of he was kind of like, what do you think of that? Eh? like he was poking him, and it's like, well, he's my player, so I'm not going to slag him off, but you know, so Griffiths, if he goes down to a team that, like, like he did, you know, Wolves, he did score a few goals and stuff, but it's Wills and Griffiths needs two opportunities before he scores, um, and you know, he, he gets three or four at Parkhead, and I don't know about Griffiths,
1: I mean he's not Ryland, right, you know, in terms of when he came and his attitude was just absolutely stinking, he, he's certainly not that no. player but, never got a
2: chance where, <laughs> Um, bought that Derek Ryden never going to use him never, <laughs> never going to use him, him. <laughs> Alipatridge but, uh, but
1: it's it's weird that you're saying where would he go in my head the only other club I can see Lee Griffiths playing for Hibs now he's not going to drop that much wages no no he hasn't but in my head I don't see anywhere else for him to go I mean he's obviously a Hibs fan I can see him playing for them again before the end of his career oh no doubt about it but The idea I I don't see him going to a Premier League club as you say, and if he did it would be you know newly promoted promoted or uh, championship. Yes I could see him doing. But I also think the club, you know, clubs have seen he's been down there before. Is he gonna do is he gonna do it again? I've also seen a guy like Darryl Murphy tear the championship up. So the idea that Griffiths can't be a success at that level (laughs) isn't true. I do, I do see, I see him being at Celtic for as long as he wants to be, and as long as he's meeting the standards Roger sets for him. So that didn't really answer much. No, so we'll just we'll
2: leave it in that. Watch this um, I'm going to come back to bed with the actual uh, Steven's actual point. Um, what should we do about backup strikers? Um, let's just say I'm going to put a scenario out there: Dembele leaves in the summer. So, you've got Griffiths. Is Griffiths your backup? You bring someone else in as your number nine and Griffiths is your backup, or do you say to Griffiths, This is your opportunity, son? Because we all thought Dembele was going to play this season, but we didn't. We thought Griffiths was going to be the the main man. And if Griffiths hadn't got injured.
0: Yeah, it might be a different story. You know,
2: it might be a completely different story. (laughs) I think,
0: well, the default is Griffiths is there, so he becomes our main man. However, as I've said, Brendan is looking to buy players that improve our team so when he buys a new striker and he's got 40 million pounds flush he's gonna go
2: like he, he says these things and
0: then he likes a immediate action yeah <laughs> <laughs> it, it did, I. Did I yeah I, I would expect uh, Rodgers to try to buy a player that was better than griffiths and was a, an adequate replacement for dembele but do you
2: start griffiths like if if it comes to somebody, do you just say to Griff- Griffiths isn't going to be happy if we sell Dembele? He's he he in his opinion, I think he'll think, well, that's my jersey now. Until
0: yeah, somebody but at that else point we in. have one striker. I'm not going to include uh, Chifty because he's he's, he's, a, he's, he's not you. here anymore, really. Um, for all intents and purposes, yeah. Uh, so I, of course, he's the number one striker at that point. But then it depends who we can get in.
2: So you're looking at basically going through the season with two strikers, like even next season. I think we well.
0: Uh, un- unless two strikers untils- and a youngster or three strikers I think ultimately. So you
1: said we need to buy another
0: Diddy to replace Shifty Yes, you need a Diddy in the background
2: um, what were your thoughts uh, Chris you were at the game on Aitchison he won the penalty I'm led to believe
0: Aitchison yes um, he's 17 I, people I believe people talking about that being a dive I think he was theatrical as he went down certainly but he was fouled I haven't seen the replay
1: from behind the goal I'm quite high up I, I thought Maybe we went down a bit easy, but I I haven't seen it back, so I'll take your word for Guy it. He kicks but. his foot. Teach,
2: uh, teach them young. That's what uh, I, I say. That, get uh, them in young.
1: Um, how did he do? I mean, it was okay. Um, he looked lively at that point. We were really in the ascendancy, so um, you know it looked okay. But you can't really tell tell much from. I, guess, I think he got the last ten minutes, didn't he? Yeah. Um, so I he, obviously he scored. At the end of the last game of last season, under under, Ah. it was as well uh, under Dyla. So, he obviously seen something in him to give him his debut, and the fact that he's been brought in by Rogers says that there's something there. So, hopefully, as as the league gets tied up, we see a wee bit more of
2: him. Yeah, give him that opportunity. Um, Jamie Moore, um, Griffiths is raging the
0: last 10 games on HS.
2: <laughs> With the pod having and he's done inverted commas written off Brown and Boyata previously, do you think we have judged some players too quickly? And is there hope for the likes of GMS, Shifty, etc.? Can Brendan make anyone a player? I'm gonna to come to you, Chris, away, because that's pretty much something you said we need to kinda of rein in a little bit at the start of the pod.
1: no he can't. Um If he managed to make a player out of Mackay Stephen Sorry. okay. Sorry, sorry. Out of Mackay, Stephen, Shifty, or F.A. Ambrose, then, you know, I think we need to send uh, some DNA of Brian Rogers to the Vatican to see if they can approve a miracle because, let's be perfectly honest, day three are crap. Start the beautification process now. I, I think you should be able to skip a couple of... Um, see if you can get F.A. Ambrose to perform at any sort of level. Uh,
2: what, what, was, Franco. what? was Franco. What I was upset about there was if we can get some Get any some of his DNA? Can we not just ask him for some? It's like I, you're snidely going to try and I don't know. I actually got muddled up, and night. the point I
1: was making, and uh, I don't know if he sent DNA to the Vatican for <laughs> I don't think uh, you do. sainthood approval. But there um, we go. do you
2: think we were quick to write off uh, Brown and Boyata?
1: Brown, put
0: my hands up.
2: Yep, I put my hands up as well. Um, Um, He's been absolutely—he—he
1: can
0: pretend
1: that he's always been (laughs) on the brown train. I have
0: up until the semi-final last season where I absolutely slated him because I was angry and emotional. And I'm sorry, Scott. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I'm sorry.
2: He's chugging Um, along in the brown train. I
0: (laughs) I, am full steam ahead. Head of steam, a full head of steam. Uh, the heads, I don't know what's. It's, yes, yeah, it's, um, all bowed. Oh Jesus, wood, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> Aye, Scott Brown, I never wrote off until the semi-final, and I think that was fine. I, in response to the question, I don't think we write players off soon enough. I think there's more of them. <laughs> I've, I'm still not sold on Dembele, if I'm honest. I think there's a little bit too much. Let's calm down. Let's see how good he really I is. I think you do.
2: What?
1: i think what you do is you think i'm going to create a wee niche for myself here you pick a player who's performing well and if they slip one time you go
2: see like who one example van
1: dyke and Sviatchenko.
2: no 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 van dyke sweet sviachenko i have i held my hands up last week and i said that he's improved at the start of the season he had very dodgy moments there's no doubt about that but i have said he's improved um as the seasons went on van dyke uh yeah i think he was i i I never quite got what other people saw in Van Dyke. I think he consistently made mistakes. I see what was there from a potential point of view, but I never, I never really liked Van Dyke. So that's I just I didn't like the guy, and I don't mean the guy personally. I just mean I, I, there was something about him that arrogance of the Dutch arrogance of being a centre half, and well, he's a prick. <laughs> no, nah, I don't. I don't. I don't have anything against him. Just, just something about him. But you know, you know, sometimes you just don't take to a player. It happens all the time. Even for a you. style of plate, aye, for me, aye. <laughs> but what are your thoughts on Patrick Roberts? As <laughs> a man um, he's a I. aye. Why, why just you let let's I'm just wait
0: to see, Andy, see what Andy he says.
1: Roberts? I think
0: Roberts is great. He's
2: not Louis. He's not clueless, like <laughs>
1: Louis. Um, Chris, can I uh, take over the hosting for a second? What boom. do you
2: think of
0: Patrick Roberts?
2: Um, I think Patrick Roberts is the most exciting footballer I've seen at Parkhead since Maravchuk. High praise, Jeez, that, that was high praise. Eh? I, I, Actually, um, um, the way he when he has the ball, he beats players. The, it, I'm not. I'm not comparing him in any way to Lebron Maravich, but yeah, the excitement. The excitement when he get gets on the ball when Roberts gets on the ball is the excitement I felt when I seen Maravich take people on.
0: There, I think he's that skillful. There might be others, but Nakamura.
2: Na, Nakamura was great, but Nakamura never really beat someone one on one. He different type of player and... Nakamura beat
0: teams <laughs> See, with a that, touch, I'm with a deft touch. Nakamura
2: was a number 10 who didn't play in the number 10 role because he wasn't allowed to because he was too lightweight or whatever, that's how saw him, right? So they shifted him out wide and when he was out wide, he couldn't beat a man one-on-one. That's not his fault because that wasn't his game Nakamura technically was excellent, no doubt about it. He
0: was a terrific servant.
2: He played Was it
0: exciting when he got the ball?
2: It was exciting when he got a ball, but I'm not. I'm talking about actual feet work. I'm talking about actually beating a man. I've never seen.
0: Well, say that. I, <laughs> make your points clearer.
2: I do like that. When he's <laughs> aggressive. Um, he. I'm not. Compa- again, he's not Messi, but Messi systematically beats players the way that Ronaldo doesn't. Ronaldo can beat them with a. Bit of you know, put, puts the ball by him because he's so physical, he can run by them. Patrick Roberts is the most exciting footballer I've seen it, but inconsistent, absolutely no doubt. But the guy's 19, there, there's no question about it. Would I pay 12 million pounds for him? Aye, out put your own pocket. <laughs> I've only had 12 million quid. I've so said, I've said it before, and I'll say it again. If, if Van Dyke goes for 50 million quid. And we get ten percent of that. That's five million. quid. Why did you write I down? 50, I just wrote fifty. down I don't know if you in brackets. Yes, I don't know what that was for, but it looks official. <laughs> yes, it does. Um, but if if we get this five million quid from from nowhere, basically um, that we weren't counting on, because Van Dyke could have went down there and could have been a flop, and we may not have got anything. But if we get five million quid, that's basically say it's
0: more than ten percent.
2: You are in the know. ITK. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Um, but if we got that five million quid, um, and that's that's just sitting there, pay. You know, in, in essence, if we paid, let's say with the Manchester just to turn around and says, we want the asking price, we want what we paid for, and you can have him We're only really paying eight million quid because that five million quid we're not counting on. So eight million quid for Patrick Roberts, essentially. But your hand off.
0: But it's not. It's twelve million if you pay that. Um, I don't think we'd have to pay 12 million because, again, there's a chance Pep goes in the summer. You've there's a chance
2: that Pep doesn't rate him anyway.
0: Yeah, well, there's that. But if another manager comes in, he's then how many managers removed from when this guy was bought? Yeah, I don't think that's the point. Yeah. I from what I gather, the fee wasn't 12. It was 12. It was Based an, an, on an
1: initial fee, and then that would have been. Right. I think it would have ended up 12 if he scored a hat trick in the Champions
2: League. I don't think Paddy wants to stay here, though. I think Paddy wants to. I think Patrick is very very ambitious which I love I think I don't think he's going to be here next season even if he's given the opportunity I think he'll go to another club to try something different and I don't blame him for that
1: I think he is ambitious as well the only thing I will say is um, there is every chance that he returns to Man City and he's treated the same way Denier was uh, treated. that sounds as if it's harsh but you know Judge, har-
2: judged, on his- Judge,
1: judged in the same way the harsh reality of it is
2: Denier wasn't good enough
1: yeah, well, yeah, I've seen terrible at Sunderland. Have you seen I, I know him Sunderland, in, they've been playing him in central midfield,
2: but they they played. But he went to Turkey and he, he was dreadful. All right, okay,
1: <laughs> it's fine. You got, you, you got a bit excited there, Chris. Sorry, anyway, there's every chance that he goes down there and they don't want him. The, you're talking about ambition, there is every possibility that he'll go and go back up there. Diggles, but who's going to want him though? That's the thing. No, no. It depends on what his options are. Say he gets the choice to go and play at, for another English Premier League club. Say, let, Let's not even say Stoke. Let's say Everton. Let's just say Everton. That's about as high as I think he would go just now based on his reputation. Does he go there knowing that the best he's going to do is maybe qualify for a Europa League place? Which looks less and less unlikely considering the top five are really cementing. Of course. Or he comes here with the knowledge that you will get another year of Champions League football or whatever, and you can rhyme the players off who now who've moved on down into England after performing for us at a certain level. Coming to us for another year of Man City don't want him, I don't think lacks ambition, personally. But, no, but it's I not get what you mean. I,
2: I just think that um, you know, if he gets the opportunity to, you know, as you say, let's say Swansea, right? Swansea are a team who... No, maybe most ones may not be in the league next year, but let's see a team like Everton, right? Everton come in and they say, you know, we'll take Patrick Roberts for a year. Celtic come in for him. And he turn. you know, we can see that Everton are going to struggle. But then Sevilla come in. And I'm not saying Sevilla would, but let's just say Sevilla come in and say, why don't you come to Spain? Or Valencia. Right, well. Or someone like that. Someone who aren't necessarily going to be, you know, the challenge Barcelona or Real Madrid. Don't necessarily have to win every week, but... You know, you're in Spain, you'll develop a certain a new, a new sort of style, the style that may actually suit him. I think he would go there. If only Celtic come in for him, then I think we get, if, if, if City say we want to put you on loan for a, another season, no doubt, we won't put you on loan and only Celtic come in, he, obviously that, that would be terrific, but I think other people are going to come in from now. And that's where I, I, I don't think he's going to be here next season, unfortunately, but I'm happy. And that's what we've seen when people turn around and say, why are we playing him? Because he's brilliant. Is that not what you want? You don't want to see the best players? We know, or oh, we're not developing our own players. James Forrest, again, against Hearts. What, oh, why? Sh- he's, you know, he, he's a guy who we, we saw Brown and we saw Forrest doing so well at the start of the season. And you, Sermani, you're the, you're the one who said one of them's going to revert back to type. Did I? Yeah. Or maybe it was me. No, it was me.
0: Sounds like Sermani, kind of
2: like Because it's quite, it's quite, it's on point, but it's still snidey. <laughs> <laughs> said it i, I well. but not like um and you know scott brown has been superb um no doubt about it and he's had a high level of
0: consistency wouldn't accept any less than 40 million for him
2: uh, exactly um but forest has kind of dropped some people like well you know we need to be developing our own players who who who, who do you develop who, who's who's sitting on the sidelines from a winger perspective um, yeah, they are they're Marks and Spencers uh, fruity flapjacks from Christian Wolf from mm. the other week. Um, if Marks and Spencers want to send us some free ones, still fresh—that's unbelievable—and the, unbelievable. the box has been opened. But anyway, so my, my point is, um, yeah, we, we basically we, GMS. Yeah, who's not? He's who doesn't have a future at Celtic. He just doesn't. Um, unfortunately for him, but yeah, uh, we're, we're wrapping up here um, at this point. Aberdeen game. <laughs> um, oh yeah.
1: On Wednesday a Celtic podcast We've got a game tomorrow And we're wrapping up Let's talk about the Aberdeen game. Well it, It's just Bad hosting Chris I mean Chris Wouldn't it me? have happened under me No it wouldn't No not there a lot It would have been a strict regime To be fair nothing would yeah. yeah, to, to be fair, It would have been a bit of slackness for bants Yeah To be fair It wouldn't have been a sprawling mess That we've done tonight
2: Nothing happens under you
0: Boud Um, <sighs> nah. I, I, I like to I like to be The bottom Pfft <laughs> power bottom mind Jesus but, uh, there you
2: go uh, actually we've got other questions I'm going to go uh, fuck the Aberdeen game frankly um, Celtic will win uh, aye Celtic will win 3-1 the, the point about the Aberdeen game was um, if this was last season you'd be like oh it's the Aberdeen game on on Wednesday and you'd be very g'd up about it but Aberdeen have been so poor in this season it's
0: it's not they have I think it's they're definitely like they've been poorer um, but I think it's uh, emphasised by the fact that we've been better. Mm-hmm. But I, so I, the gap's bigger, yeah, obviously. Yeah,
2: I the- mean, Aberdeen, and that's what we're, <clears throat> we're, we're talking about, Aberdeen seemed to, um, like, bottle it last, she- last season. Not against us, because they actually played pretty well. This, this game last season, where we lost, really put in doubt whether we were going to, you know, not necessarily win the league, but, you know, I think I cut it down to a point last season, at this point. Mm. Um, whereas now, and it's not to do with the gap, um it's not to do with the fact that, because I love what, no matter what, I get excited for every Celtic <sighs> game, but obviously last season with Aberdeen, because it wasn't necessarily that Aberdeen were challenges, it's just that we get a really hard game against them, whereas tomorrow, I'm not worried really but about... Still,
0: we still got all those absentees, we still still... Um... Dembele's going to be missing, Griffiths. Armstrong supposedly, Griffiths. Is Armstrong missing tomorrow as well? Yeah, uh, Rodick, uh and the boyaboo he still can't play. Is, is,
2: is Rodjick injured? I'd assume so. Yeah, that's because he's...
0: He just... Australia Day was there and he had a bit much and... <laughs> Go on. No, it's, that's really it. Got a baby.
2: Uh, what's your um, prediction for the Aberdeen game tomorrow? 3-1. So it?
0: what I just said. He said, listen up. Bowed? Um 4-0. No, it wouldn't be 4-0, it'll be 2-0. What's <laughs> your
2: <laughs> sure prediction, Chris? Uh, I think Celtic will, uh, I, think, I think we actually will concede, but I think it'll be 3-1. I think you've kind of nailed it. A um, couple of last kind of questions. I well, thought it
0: was 3-1, I just went for something different, Chris. Uh,
2: Sean um, is there any point in selling Dembele for mega bucks before we qualify for the Champions League? Surely that is the number one priority. Well, that's the kind of fear, isn't it? That um, we sell them b- before the Champions League qualifiers or even you know if there's a lot of, kind of media hype and a lot of bids for them during the Champions League qualifiers because they're stretched out over a couple of weeks. So you'd want to keep them before, before the end of the window. At least. Ideally. Ideally. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm
1: not, as I said, not in a rush to sell the guy. I imagine if we don't qualify for the Champions League, you know, he'll kind of walk onto the team bus and, Will be a trap that takes him into a taxi to drive him to sign for
2: anybody. That sounds unbelievable. To anybody?
1: <laughs> We've well, not qualified for the Champions League. Who wants them? That's what Peter Law will say.
0: Um, greenock Martin have their best season ever. <laughs> <laughs> funny.
2: Uh, Paul Carling at the Paul Carling. Pretty nice cameo from Big Henderson on Sunday. Um, also, did we see Beton's? Was it Beton's best performance this season? I'd say so. I thought bitton was was very very good. It was all right, yeah. solid, but no saying much. <laughs> <I think>. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit shady. It's no saying much.
1: I think yeah, Hearts. What I noticed about Hearts on um, when was it Sunday. Sunday? Sunday. What I noticed about them was, Cathro's got a bit of the dialers about him. He's trying to get them to play a certain way that the players aren't. <sighs> Talented enough for, I think I think, and this isn't a Ronnie baiting um, Before Christian gets annoyed um, But you can see the way that they were trying to play And trying to play, press, but their ability to keep possession Isn't good enough to do that So, it opens that debate up You know, do you go for a style And trying to rigidly implement it Or are you more pragmatic and say You're a diddy, so you don't need to keep the ball Just tow it up the park or whatever
2: Yeah, I think that's kind of one of the That's maybe not
0: the way you'd want it to the player and
2: that is how he'd word it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and I guess results.
1: It's probably why I have my football and man, football manager careers
2: not worked out. Um, just kind of, we're going to finish on this point. Uh, Ryan Clark at Ryan, uh, GC. Ryan um Ryan, written for the cynic the quite a number of times, also written for the supplement. Terrific stuff. Um, peace, people are missing the fact that Dembele is getting a specialist knee scan in uh, London. Mm hmm. Like, he's actually going... It's not like, you know, it's a specialist knee scan. Is that concerning? The fact that he may actually be
0: badly injured? I think it's more that we know a knee injury can Develop. be serious. We've lost players to it in the past. Um, so it's best to take care of business. So I'm just saying, I, think, <laughs> I, don't, I, th- I don't think it necessarily says the knee injury is serious. I think it's just it's if it's to do with the knee Deal have with it look, as I, soon as possible, yeah. Have a well, look it's quite natured, clever. It's it's not. It, it goes down, <coughs> knee scan, five o'clock,
1: fax up to Celtic Park, fax, are they still doing it? Fax up to Celtic Park, knees gubbed, straight to stanford Bridge, Mr. sell them, and they'll go, thanks very much, and we'll go,
2: ha,
1: ha ha, knees you. gubbed.
2: Round you. Uh, Final point, uh, Chris Sutton said Celtic would win the league without a goalkeeper. Why is he such a prick? Who said that? Cause Cause you, no, who said he was a no, man, Me. Just then. Why? Because he is. No, he's not. Are you right into something? I love him. Do you not like him? Um, well, because he's like Dyla? No, not at all. I just... I just, eh, eh, He's, eh. po- he's pointing at the Dyla. I don't really... I'm over Dyla now. <laughs> so was I. Quite early <laughs> LA on in his reign. Do you know, I listened back to an earlier podcast and it was like you... Um, I think it was about six or seven months in and it was like... Look, I still like Dialerite right? But and it was the first sort of crack, and I could just—I <laughs> was listening, and I could see you wanting to say like, "I," ah, mm, but it's like, ah, you know, I'm still, I'm still on the bus, I'm still on the boat, I'm still involved. Listen, I stayed on the bus; I wasn't knee jerk.
1: But I spotted it first. I spotted it first, along with Chris Sutton, that he was a diddy. been enough. And you played you know what you, do you call that in the wrestling playing both foot in both camps
2: in the wrestling <laughs> a tweener
1: names for it well, a heel and then a, heel a is face a, good, a heel a, he- a face yeah. is a good guy so what's the one that's a, tween- a tweener he's a tweener so you played the tweener with Dyla
2: listen I'm the host of a Celtic podcast I need to play the tweener brother okay we all know that you are the heel and Bowd is the face I mean look at that face the face that runs the place as, as far as okay. I believe that's but that's funny. my point I gave Dyla a chance didn't meet my standards, but the thing is, now I you're about poison is, <laughs> yeah. And if it wasn't for you, Chris or Manny, we wouldn't have Brendan Rodgers. Th- so thank you.
1: Yeah, you're welcome. And on I that, bit, I was concerned. You're a I was, I
2: was concerned I about Rodgers. What a noise man, weren't you? <laughs> oh, no. I said if you <laughs> standard Moisman. If you get back
1: to that podcast, that's a
2: standard noise man chatting it. <laughs> Typical noise man.
1: Don't 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 let me speak then. Aye, go on, noise man. If you listened back to it, I said. <laughs> there was a good chance that when Rogers came he would be more of a success but there was also more of a chance he could be a failure, a man. really expensive version of Ronnie Dyler I still maintain that I agree as well like, but what transpires I think he was the right man at the right club at the right time
0: who Rogers?
2: yeah yeah and we're
0: but still- it's his time to go <laughs> <laughs> he's had a good run he had a good run <laughs> you start to see the cracks. see
2: if
1: Moyes had came to us and um, Rogers went to Sunderland what would have happened who knows? Moyes would have been very successful with us. Maybe not as pleasing in the eye. I firmly believe that. And I don't think it would have worked out very well for Rogers at Sunderland because they're just a basket case of a club.
2: And on that bombshell... Um, sorry Sunderland. Sorry Sunderland. Um we are the ninety minute cynic. Um, follow us on Twitter at ninety minutes cynic. We're also on iTunes. If you could go to iTunes and subscribe to our podcast and if you'd love leave a sort of nice positive comment, that would be terrific. Um we're also on speakerspeaker.com slash the ninety minute cynic. Um Facebook.com slash ninety minute cynic. Um but ultimately if you want to follow us um, for all those links uh check us out. At ninety minute cynic on Twitter, uh, Chris Bowd, pleasure having you back. Good to see you in good health. Um, you are actually genuinely looking
0: terrific. I I, I can't disagree with you. I look fantastic. Um,
2: usually we've got Louis Fry Candy. So if you and Louis can just kind of switch it up on a weekly basis, having both of them on would be superb. Yeah. The you know the the um, Robertson Tierney the the podcast Bowd and Louis. As much as I despise
1: Louis for his. Uh, <laughs> Points on Roberts. got him. he's a handsome devil. He's a handsome, handsome devil. devil. He's a wee cracker. So and you know what? She once he apologises for his Roberts jibe, I'll go back to loving
2: him. When ah, yeah. you know, cheeky jibes. Uh, Chris Bowd, pleasure as always. Thank you. Been a pleasure. Face that runs the place. <laughs> Don't you forget the beard that. Nope. Has <laughs> she got a nickname? Bowd. Uh, Bowd. <laughs> Boud. You've come up with a nickname for everybody. You need to come- He's the face that runs the place. <laughs> I've just given him one.
1: That's a state. That's a phrase. That's not a... a all right, come on. let's Wrap it up. Uh,
2: Moyes Man. <laughs> <Moise> Man. <laughs> <Right>. Pleasure. <laughs> pleasure to see you, Moisman. Man. Um, Solidarity, Davey. Yep. Solid You're going to beat the drop. Uh, as always, it's a pleasure, Sir Manbot. Thanks for having me on. I have been Chris Gallagher. I am still Chris Gallagher. Um, but we are the 90 Minutes Cynic, and we'll speak to you down the road.